A new poll shows that the majority of Canadians believe Justin Trudeau's immigration targets will negatively affect housing costs, but will the government change its approach? The Trudeau government awarded $1.1 million to a Quebec firm to, quote, address hateful propaganda and debunk disinformation targeting 2SLGBTQI plus communities. The Trudeau Liberals see their lowest approval ratings ever since forming government eight years ago. Hello Canada, it is Thursday, August 10th, and this is the True North Daily Brief. I'm Andrew Lawton. And I'm Lindsay Shepard. We have got you covered with all the news you need to know. Let's discuss the top stories of the day and the True North exclusives you won't hear anywhere else. A majority of Canadians believe the Trudeau government's plan to increase immigration targets to 500,000 immigrants a year by 2025 will have a negative effect on the cost of housing. The Nanos research poll commissioned by Bloomberg News found that over two-thirds, 68% of Canadians, uh, said they believe increased immigration targets will either negatively or somewhat negatively impact the cost of housing, housing affordability. 20% believe more immigrants will have a positive or somewhat positive effect on housing costs, while 7% say it will have no impact and 5% are unsure. Skepticism of Trudeau's immigration targets in general is at its highest in the prairies at 70.1%, followed by Quebec at 69% and Ontario at 68.1%, all three above the national average in the poll. Skepticism also higher among men at 70.1% than women at 65.7% and highest among those aged 25 to 54, 74.5% of them in fact. The poll also saw most Canadians say the Trudeau government's spending and budget deficits are the leading cause of an increased cost of living. 30% said liberal spending and deficits are to blame for higher prices, while 22% blamed businesses for increasing their prices. 17% blamed pandemic-related supply chain disruption, while 10% blamed the Bank of Canada's interest rate heights, with 8% uh, putting the blame at the feet of the Russia-Ukraine war. So going back to the immigration and housing issue here, I mean, these are, are pretty stark numbers, Lindsay. Do you think it's enough to get the government to change its approach, especially if public opinion is shifting uh, quite dramatically against them? You know, despite the shift in public opinion, I don't think they're going to change what they're doing. And in fact, our new immigration minister, Mark Miller, this is his quote, I don't see a world in which we lower it. The need is too great. Whether we revise them upwards or not is something that I have to look at. But certainly, I don't think we're in any position of wanting to lower them by any stretch of the imagination, end quote. So he's even thinking about shifting those numbers upwards. He said he's going to make an announcement on November 1st about new immigration targets. I was talking about this a little on my show yesterday. One of the problems with immigration is that the people are not being distributed equally across Canada. They are concentrated in population centers like Vancouver and Toronto specifically, which are already cities that have these uh, crises in in housing. And I want—I I mean, you live in British Columbia. I know you see this in a, a province that's already unaffordable. How is the mood on the ground? Do people actually have this concern about immigration? 
Yeah. I mean, something that's really notable is you think back even five years ago, and if you were skeptical of immigration and skeptical of Trudeau's numbers, people wouldn't take that well. You know, you you kind of would be considered uh, a racist or something. And But now we're seeing every week the mainstream media, you know, the Globe and Mail, for example, recently had a couple pieces on how we need to lower the immigration numbers and they don't make sense in light of uh, the housing supply that we currently have. It is straining healthcare. It is straining infrastructure. Will Trudeau's government see this eventually? I hope so. I mean, I'm someone who really advocates for an immigration pause. I mean, they, they keep trying to convince us that, you know, if we don't have these levels of immigration, then no one will work. You know, Canadians just won't work the jobs that the immigrants are doing. But yeah, if I had to put money on it, I would say that they are going to increase the targets because they don't understand the sentiment on the ground in Canada. The Quebec firm Cosette Communications was awarded a $1.1 million contract by Women and Gender Equality Canada to address hateful propaganda and debunk disinformation targeting 2SLGBTQI plus communities. According to the contract tender, Cosette was awarded the contract on July 26, 2023, and it is valued at $1,124,455.50. The tender description reads, quote, The ultimate objective of this contract is to develop and implement a marketing and awareness campaign aimed at targeted segments of people in Canada. The broad purpose of the campaign is to engage a targeted segment of people in Canada to help foster a 2SLGBTQI plus inclusive future. The campaign should address hateful propaganda and debunk disinformation targeting 2SLGBTQI plus communities. Government records show that for the 2021 to 2022 fiscal year, Cosette received $157.7 million in contracts from the government of Canada, with the average contract being valued at $852,000. The contract specifically mentions consulting members of racialized and immigrant communities to help address stigma against LGBTQ people. Recent protests have flared across Canada surrounding the issue of gender ideology in schools. Members of Canada's Muslim communities have been particularly present at these protests. Last week, one of the protest organizers, Kamal El-Sheikh, called on nationwide protests to tackle the issue of gender ideology in schools. Andrew, do you think the idea here is that they're trying to say that they're going to combat misinformation among Muslim communities? And if so, do you think this will be impactful amongst them? I don't know if they'll target Muslim communities, but certainly anyone that deviates from whatever the government's preferred narrative on this here will be accused in some way of of hate or disinformation. And I mean, obviously, I I don't want to put the cart before the horse here because we don't know exactly what this program is going to look like. But we do know that terms like mis and disinformation have been weaponized. And, And as we saw, even through the government's conversion therapy ban, they tend to include a lot of things under the same banner when they're trying to decide uh, what to regulate and and what not to. So I'm absolutely confident that there's going to be some overreach or some overstep here where people that have some perhaps legitimate issue with something but are otherwise tolerant and accepting people will be uh, swept up in this same dragnet here. Andrew, will this campaign address any of the concerns of parents? 
Well, not the parents that are concerned about the overreach of it. I, I think there will be some parents that are concerned about, you know, whether they'll be able to have uh, their child who may be gay or trans, uh, you know, have a, a decent experience at school. Uh, and, and look, I think we need to address that if people are legitimately unsafe and are legitimately being harassed or targeted. But uh, the parents that are saying they have concerns about age appropriateness, the parents that are concerned that very politically charged ideas are, are being pushed on their children in schools, uh, their concerns will not only not be addressed, but will actively be shut down and denounced, I think. More Canadians than ever in the last eight years since the Liberals were elected are saying they disapprove of the government's job of handling things. They disapprove of Justin Trudeau. This is a new poll from Abacus Data. The numbers come after a major cabinet shuffle and also the announcement that Justin Trudeau and wife Sophie Gregoire would be separating. The results, which were provided to the Toronto Star, said that 54% of Canadians disapprove of the Trudeau government, which is up 2% since the last similar survey, which was released in July. Abacus Data CEO David Coletto told the Star it's the lowest approval rating for Trudeau since he was first elected in 2015. The survey also gave the Conservatives, led by Pierre Polyev, a nine-point lead over the Liberals, with the CBC polling at 37%, inching towards majority territory, and the Liberals polling at 28%. According to Coletto, the cabinet shuffle has had no immediate impact on liberal support. So, I mean, obviously there is not a guaranteed time for an election. It could be in the fall, it could be two years from now, which means that you have to take this with a grain of salt. But this has been a pretty sustained problem. I mean, liberal polling has not been favorable to Justin Trudeau for many months now. Right. And, you know, when we think about him being elected in 2015... That coincides really with the year that everything started to go downhill. You know, housing affordability, a culture that suppresses free expression, uh, rising crime, more opioid deaths. It all has been on a downhill since then. Um, a lot of people I talk to kind of remember fondly the days of the 2000s and the 90s, um, even, yeah, the early 2010s. But these past eight years, a lot of people don't see it getting better. Do you think that the people that we see that are favoring the conservatives over the liberals are voting for Pierre Polyev or voting against Justin Trudeau? Or do you think it's a bit of both? I think it's a bit of both. One file that Pierre Polyev is more strong on is housing. And he seems to voice the concerns that people have um, more than someone like Trudeau does. I think people see Trudeau as someone who just fundamentally doesn't understand a lot of the issues that we have because of his elitist position, because of his upbringing. And perhaps they see Pierre Polyev as more in touch, although people will also counter that and say he is a career politician. That's it for today. Do not forget to check in at www.tnc.news throughout the day for all the news you need to know. And if you're able, please consider supporting independent media at donate.tnc.news. Thanks for listening and have a great day.